Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Time to get you dialed into the biggest stories of the day. This is the Daily 10 with Matt Chernoff. All right, here we go, folks. It's time for the Wednesday edition of the Daily 10. That's your friend Matt back again, and we're ready to take you on our 10-minute sports journey together today. We have a lot of ground to cover. Here's what's coming up on our Rhodes Group Rundown. It's brought to you by the Rhodes Group. The question you would ask is, Matt, why do I need the assistance of an independent insurance agency? Well, my response would be, A, that's who I turn to in the Rhodes Group. They are an independent insurance agency right here in Metro Atlanta. The other reason is time is money. And as insurance rates continue rising faster than ever, and I'll be very frank, I don't know enough about that industry, but I do trust the folks at the Rhodes Group, Clayton Rhodes and his great team, to make sure I get the best home and car insurance policies. How do you do that? Well, you get 10. And I'm telling you, what 10 insurance quotes to make sure you're getting the best policy. Otherwise, you're spending hours doing it yourself and probably not doing it right. Have the experts shop for you. No cost, nothing to lose, but a lot to gain, including peace of mind, which comes with comprehensive collision, uninsured motorist coverage, third-party liability, all the things that we don't know enough about that we could mess up. Instead, get in touch with an independent insurance agency like the Rhodes Group to make sure your policy is done right. Head to their website. They have a landing page. You'll see my name right there. It's a pretty big deal. You can go to Rhodes-Group.com slash Chernoff. You'll see my name right there. You fill out the stuff. It takes you about 60 seconds. They shop your rates. Or call them at 678-341-9667. Two ways to do it to have them get those 10 home and car insurance quotes. Rhodes-Group.com slash Chernoff or call 678-341-9667. I think this is the appropriate time to do the most entertaining Ronald Acuna history lesson that Braves fans will hear anywhere today. We'll talk about that. Plus, we get closer to the Braves postseason fun beginning on Saturday at Truist Park. Also, there's good news for Falcon fans. I just wonder if they're willing to truly accept it right now. The Falcons get ready to host the Texans Sunday at 1 o'clock inside Mercedes-Benz Stadium. And as Georgia gets ready to see Kentucky Saturday night in Athens, it's pretty fair to admit Georgia's treated Kentucky like a punching bag. For like three decades, and I don't expect that to change anytime soon. All of that and more coming up in a moment. First, we're brought to you by our partners at Short Barrel Bourbon, which is the parent company of Old Fort Distillery. Short Barrel's story is a great one. They were started by three whiskey-drinking friends with a passion for bourbon. And I've gotten to know the team at Short Barrel. They're awesome. This is a group that is owned and operated here in Atlanta since 2020. We love the local companies. Short Barrel Bourbon, there's a reason that they win so many awards. Double gold from the San Francisco World Wine and Spirits Competition, the largest and most prestigious spirits competition in the world. There's a reason why Short Barrel just won the best Kentucky bourbon single barrel competition at the New York Spirits Competition because it's that good. The experts know it. The fans know it. Atlanta knows it. And Georgia knows it. Short Barrel bourbon is available at most uh, major retailers around Atlanta and the state of Georgia, as well as restaurants when you go grab yourself a bite to watch the game. Short Barrel Bourbon should be your option. Check out shortbarrelbourbon.com to find out all the info or follow them on Facebook uh, Facebook or Instagram to keep up with all the goings on at Short Barrel. 
As we count down to the Braves opening up their National League Division Series on Saturday, we'll know the time as the day moves closer, maybe later today. We're recording this on Wednesday morning. Maybe it's Thursday. Uh, But we know it'll be a Saturday start. We also have the Dodgers and Brewers to look forward to on the National League side beginning on Saturday. We know the Braves will face the winner of this Marlins uh, Philly series that started last night. And the Braves are a big favorite to win the championship. And one of the major reasons why is they have the best player in baseball. His name is Ronald Acuna. And that's you know, apologies to Shohei Otani. We know Shohei is just a freak of nature. But outside of that kind of thing, Ronald Acuna has done so much to, I think, grab the title of the best player in baseball. Ronald had a history making season, and I thought it was worth going over some of the numbers. Ronald finished his season with a 337 batting average with 41 home runs, 104 RBI, 73 stolen bases. He slugged 596 with a 416 on base. And two of my favorite numbers, he walked 80 times and only struck out 84 times for a guy that led all of baseball in plate appearances and at bats. Acuna, by the way, was just named the NL Player of the Month. It's the third time he's won the award, so he won it three times. The rest of the National League also won it three times. If you're still trying to figure out who the MVP is, that would be yet another indication. There was a point this season, too, where people were wondering, where was the power with Ronald? The batting average was there and all these other numbers, but where is the power? Well, I'd say he found the power. He finished with 41 long balls to complete what is one of the more impressive all-around resumes baseball has ever seen. So I want to talk about some of the historical context of this. At Brave Stats on X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it, had these Acuna numbers. Let's start with the list of guys who have gone 40-40. 40 home runs, 40 stolen bases in baseball history. Jose Canseco, Barry Bonds, Alex Rodriguez, Alfonso Soriano, and Ronald Acuna. So it's a list of five. All right. Here's a list of 40-40 players who led baseball in one of these categories. Any one of these. You ready? Runs, hits, total bases, stolen bases are on base. That list is Ronald Acuna in 2023. Of those 40-40 guys, he's the only one to lead baseball in one of those categories. All right, you ready for the next list? This is a list of players who have ever led Major League Baseball in all five categories being runs, hits, total bases, stolen bases, and on base. You know where that list is? Yeah, you figured it out. It's Ronald Acuna by himself. That's the list. 2023's Ronald Acuna, who just put up one of the top five, top ten, whatever you want to quantify it as, all-around best seasons in Major League history. That's what we just witnessed. Now, the scary part of this is Ronald's so young and talented that I think he can do similar things over the next several seasons in the prime of his career. It's a Hall of Fame-caliber player who just has to stay healthy. It's the only thing so far that has gotten in Ronnie's way of just putting up these gargantuan numbers. The only thing that slowed down that gigantic 2021 was the fall he took in Miami and the torn ACL. We know what he did in 2019. We know what he's done now. 2022 was coming off the, the ACL injury. He is unlike many things you've ever seen. When we hear generational talent, that's Ronald Acuna. He can check every box. He can do everything. And let's hope the Braves, for his sake and for their sake, get to see it in the postseason as well. All right, coming up on our menu, we'll talk about some good news for Falcon fans if they're willing (laughs) to truly accept it today. But first, speaking of menus, I want to talk about First Watch, who serves its entire menu seven days a week from 7 a.m. till 2.30 p.m. First Watch is one of my family's favorites for good reason. This fall at First Watch, Hot Honey, is the new pumpkin spice. In its newest seasonal menu, the leader in breakfast, brunch, and lunch is partnering with Mike's Hot Honey to bring sweet heat to a custom recipe. If you're a pumpkin spice lover, don't fret. The new menu also leans into the other cozy classics, 
like pumpkin pancakes, which are awesome, cinnamon spice churros that you'll love, and a pomegranate pear punch fresh juice available now through October 29th. Stop by a First Watch restaurant near you in Metro Atlanta, including their newest in Loganville on Atlanta Highway. It's complete with an outdoor patio, an indoor brunch bar, and remember, you can always order online at firstwatch.com. The Falcons will host the Houston Texans Sunday at 1 o'clock, which means their hotshot rookie C.J. Stroud comes back to Mercedes-Benz Stadium. And I says, come back. Comes back for the first time since New Year's Eve. Remember when he was playing for Ohio State when they faced off against Georgia in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl? Uh, that he came up just a little bit short. So he's back in the building for the first time since then. He's been the talk of the league right now. A young quarterback who has just come out of the game running. Bryce Young has struggled. Anthony Richardson's has ups and downs. Most young quarterbacks do. We're watching that in Atlanta with Desmond Ritter. But C.J. Stroud's been awesome since day one. But here is where I'm in a different place right now, and I wonder if Falcon fans will be too. I have faith enough in this Falcon defense that they'll do their part. Do their part to slow down C.J. Stroud enough to give the Falcons a chance to win the game. Now, the bar for what we expected of the Falcon defense coming into the season was just be competent, was pretty low. And that's a big deal because they have had less than competent defenses here for a long time. But I would tell you they've done a lot more than be competent. It's not a great defense, but it's good enough to win games and keep you in games. Look at what happened Sunday against Jacksonville as an example. I didn't think the Falcons were great defensively, but they did more than enough to win the game. They allowed just one def- uh, one touchdown. The defense did anyway. Their only real bad moment came in the first quarter. Richie Grant was sent on a safety blitz. He whiffed on Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence moved around the pocket, found a busted coverage in the secondary from the Falcons, and hit Calvin Ridley for a touchdown. Outside of that, there were some small moments. Trevor Lawrence had a 22-yard scramble. There was a P.I. late in the game on A.J. Terrell, but for the most part, I thought the Falcons did a marvelous job keeping them in the game. After the second straight Desmond Ritter interception, remember the Jags drove into the Falcons' red zone, and the Falcons forced a fourth down stop to keep the game at least manageable. They had two sacks, held Jacksonville to 5 for 14 on third down, held Calvin Ridley to two catches, held Travis Etienne to 2.8 yards per carry, and as I said, got that fourth down stop in the red zone. So after four games, the defensive numbers are good to very good. The Falcons are eighth in fewest passing yards allowed. They're seventh in passing yards per attempt at 5.6. They're eighth in lowest completion percentage, 62%. The Falcons' defense is 19th against the rush, which was better on Sunday against ETN. They're 13th in yards per carry. And here's my favorite number. Their defense is third in lowest third down percentage allowed at just 33%. The missing link is the sack component and forcing more turnovers. Every team would love to do that. The Falcons did have two sacks on Sunday, didn't create a turnover, and lost the turnover battle 3-0. If they can get home, get the quarterback on the ground just a few more times and force one or two more of these turnovers, well, now it changes everything. But the expectation that I had realistically during the offseason was with all the moves they made, can they be competent? They've been better than that. They've done a good, solid job, and I think they'll do a good, solid job against... C.J. Stroud on Sunday, good enough to give the offense a chance to make enough plays to win the game, and that's all I can ask out of my defense, especially where they were, to where they are today. Falcons-Texans, 1 o'clock Sunday, inside Mercedes-Benz. All right, we'll talk about Georgia's dominance over Kentucky as the two will get ready to meet Saturday night in Athens at Sanford Stadium in a moment. Now, if you're not going to the game, I would highly recommend going to watch it at the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. That's my go-to sports bar. It's on Main Street, right in the heart of all the action. So if you're a Woodstockian, you know where it is. But if you live in Canton or Kennesaw, it's right around the corner from you. You're in Roswell or Milton or Alpharetta. It's not far either. The reason I would tell you the Daily Draft should be your spot Saturday night to watch the action, they have the best big screen in the Burbs. I challenge you to find a better spot to watch. There's a couch right in front of it. If you grab that real estate, you're in. 
Spend your whole day Saturday or Sunday watching all the games. They have a brand new menu, which has so many right answers. A craft beer bar, self-serve taps, great views, and a two-story sports viewing extravaganza that they call the Daily Draft. You will love it. Go check them out on Facebook uh, Facebook and Instagram. You want to follow for all the goings-on. Check them out at thedailydraft.net. Better yet, go down and see them. Downtown Woodstock on Main Street for the Daily Draft. 5-0 Georgia gets ready to host 5-0 Kentucky. I don't know that we thought this would be a matchup of undefeateds, but here we are. Georgia's a 14-and-a-half point favorite in the game. This is one of these series, and I brought this up on the radio yesterday, that has been so one-sided. And Georgia's done this to several teams in the SEC, whether it's certainly Vanderbilt, but kind of Vandy, um, Missouri, Auburn as of late. Like, you know the teams, the South Carolina, where these teams just don't match up talent-wise, and Georgia's taking advantage of that. If you go back three decades, this has been one-sided. Georgia's won 13 straight games against Kentucky. They've won six in a row by double digits against the Wildcats. Georgia's 29-3 against Kentucky since 1991. Now, Kentucky's 5-0. Georgia has not dominated anybody. They've gotten off to slow starts, so there's always reason for concern. I still wait, and I keep waiting for Georgia to play that complete game. I'm not going to say a perfect game, but a more complete game where they get off to a good start, take the first drive of the game, go down and get seven. The defense gets a stop or two, and all of a sudden you play with a big lead, and everything falls from there. Now, I don't know if that's going to happen this week or not, because give Kentucky credit. They're coming off a win against Florida that was impressive. The rest of their schedule, not so much. This is a big statement opportunity for them. National TV, Saturday night on the road. I don't know that they're ready for it, but for Georgia, you just want to see some of those things, like the run defense, like the start, slow starts to the game. We'll see if they can get some of that stuff corrected, but I know this much. I expect their dominance against uh, against Kentucky to continue. Saturday night between the hedges. All right, if you guys would do me the favor of uh, subscribing to this podcast wherever you're listening right now, we're available on each and every podcast platform. And if you subscribe, you know you'll get it waiting for you at 10 a.m. A lot of ways to do it. I would do it on the Daily 10 feed. We're also available a lot of days on the Atlanta Braves Radio Network feed and a few others, but just to guarantee it, do it on the Daily 10. Hit the subscribe now, and it'll be waiting for you every single morning. I'll talk to you this afternoon on the radio at 2 o'clock in Atlanta on 680 The Fan. We're back here tomorrow for the next edition of The Daily 10. Subscribe to The Daily 10 now and get the latest breaking news and biggest stories of the day every morning. Get more at 680thefan.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google, or wherever you get your favorite shows. This morning in the Atlanta airport, No one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves' 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.